Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Hello and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And you guys... We have come to the end of our summer quickie Q and A series, and you guys, uh, it's been so much fun. I'm kind of, it's bittersweet, right? It is bittersweet. The, the end of summer. I know it's still hot outside in Texas and Georgia, both places we go back and forth to, both hot places. So yes, we but are. You, at we're, the but end we're still wearing jackets to kind of it's cold in here. Will <laughs> the cool weather of fall to come upon us? Yes. We're just willing it in we this are. lovely air conditioned studio. That's right. But it's been a fun summer. Thank you guys for uh, for being part of it. Thank you for the questions you sent in at nakedmarriagepodcast.com. Continue to send in those questions because at the end of every episode this fall and beyond, um, we'll end every episode answering one of your questions. And then in addition to the on-air questions, you can also write us on social media. If you're not following us at Dave and Ashley Willis on Instagram uh, or on the marriage page on Facebook, follow us. We would love for you to be part of those online communities where every day we're posting marriage content and, uh, and also doing our best to engage with you in real time. So thank you guys so much for that. It's been a fun summer. Stay tuned this fall. We've got some big surprises planned, and uh, you're not going to want to miss it. So continue to, to watch every Monday as new episodes drop, and even some bonus episodes. And listen. Yeah. And listen, yeah. If, if you want to watch, though, you might not even know this. All these are on YouTube. And so you can look up the Naked Marriage Podcast with Dave and Ashley Willis on YouTube. And uh, all these episodes, including some clips from episodes and full episodes and a bunch of other bonus content, is available exclusively on that YouTube channel. So check that out, too. But, of course, if you just like to have us in your ears, we're cool with that, too. Totally. Yeah. Okay, so our last question of this series is a really good one that I think all of us who've been married for any length of time can relate to. Mm-hmm. And it has to do with fights, okay? So the question is, how do we fight and resolve conflict without starting a war? Every time we try to resolve conflict, it turns ugly. How do we fight in a healthy way that will actually bring resolution? Boom. Oh, my goodness. That and is... we can relate to this. No, know? we can't. I know. We don't fight. Well, I mean, we've come a long way, sweetie. We've been married 20 years now. And so we've learned a lot, you know, and we still have to keep ourselves in check. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But I know early on in our marriage, I did this weird thing, okay, where <laughs> I expected Dave to read my mind and then I would like give him reactions through my body language and literally fight with him through my glares and right. my huffing and puffing. Or give me these kind of invisible unspoken tests, tests that I yes. would continually oh. fail 
and not realize that I was being tested or failing. And so yeah. it, it would, and then you get frustrated and I would get confused and frustrated. And, and yeah. I mean, I was doing unhealthy stuff too. I wasn't just, it, this wasn't all on you. Like I was we making a learn. lot of we, mistakes. We learned a lot. We, we did. And we continue to learn. Yes. And you guys are continuing to learn by just continuing to invest in your marriage by listening to the podcast mm-hmm. and doing things like this to say, I want to get better. This is a lifelong journey. We never arrive. I want to keep getting better. And so, and we do too. And so yes. we're glad that we're in this, in this together. And so part of what we've learned uh, in, in, in our work, in our higher education studies on these kinds of things, in studying the Bible and living out real life application and in working with thousands of couples through the years is, um, number one, you have to realize you and your spouse are always on the same team. That way you'll understand this is the most important principle, I believe, in disagreement in marriage. There's never a winner and a loser. Yep. You either win together or you lose together. And the moment you both can grasp that concept, you argue differently because it's no longer, I've got to get my point across and I've got to win this argument. I've got to show him or her that they're wrong and that I'm right. Instead, it's like, I need to listen and understand where they're coming from. I need to try to really understand and respect their perspective so that together we can move to a solution where we both can win because we're either going to both win or we're both going to lose. And if you'll understand just that first principle, it, it will change the way that you disagree. It will. And I think that, you know, we have to realize too that we have to be good listeners, so we, we do have to speak in a clear way and not think that our body language can somehow get our point across. I mean, that's madness, right? We can't expect our spouse to know how we feel and what we need just simply through our huffs and puffs and our, our negative body language. We need to go to them and just speak plainly in a loving way. And I again, I had to learn this the hard way, but that's what we need to do. And, and you know, this person who's writing, it sounds like they're going through a rough patch. You know, this is a season where they are rubbing each other the wrong way. And it's, it's, you know, I don't know particularly what's going on in their life, but Dave always describes it this way. You know, it could be, and I don't know if this is a husband or wife either, so it, I'm not sure what's going on, but let's say that it's a wife who really needs to resolve things with her husband and her husband comes home and, and she decides, you know, I'm going to address something with him and she could say it in the most respectful way possible, but no matter how she says, says it or what she, what she says to him, he just takes it negatively. And it could be that he's going through a rough season at work. Right. It could be that there's something he hasn't told her yet that he really just doesn't want to burden her with. That's what he's telling himself at least, or maybe something he really needs to confess to her. And so he's kind of holding it inside and it's really making him as if he's like someone with sunburn. So whoever really comes to him, who's close to him, who's trying to resolve something. If you put your hand on someone's shoulder, who's, who has sunburn, even if it's a caring hand, they're going to, they're going to kind of retract and jump back because they're hurt. It stings. And I think that's kind of what's going on here is they're, they're going through a rough patch and, and they're just kind of rubbing each other the wrong way. And she's putting that, that hand on him to try to resolve something, but he's taking it as a slap to his back that is filled with sunburn. And so it's really important that we come to our spouse using, and we've said this so many times, but I'm going to say it again, using I statements. Okay. When we come to our spouse saying, listen, I I'm feeling this way. You know, I feel like that we're going through kind of a a, a rough patch here. And I want to ask you if I have done anything to make you feel like you're not close to me or to make you feel like you can't talk to me because I I'm going through a rough patch too. Like I'm stressed out now too, but I don't want to make excuses. I really want you to tell me honestly, if I've done something because I'm not aware of it. And then don't get offended by what they say. Don't be like, well, I didn't mean that. Right. And, be open because they they might say like 
it was something you weren't expecting. Like I'm really sexually frustrated. Right. And I feel like exactly. you're not, pri- this is my biggest need and you're not prioritizing it. And I find myself just kind of feeling resentment towards you that I'm trying to work through or, right. you know, or it might have nothing to do with you. They might say, you know, I'm carrying all this stress from work and I'm trying to not burden you with that. And I don't know how to process it. Or I feel like a, you know, a failure in this part of my life, or I'm feeling just physically not at my best. And that, that exhaustion and stress is wearing me out. And I've just been, you know, having a short fuse lately. And, and in different seasons of our life, we all have those different kinds of feelings, I For think. Sure. But you have to have the ability to talk about it in a safe and supportive environment. Mm-hmm. And when you go to your spouse with these kind of concerns or questions, had the right tone makes all the difference. Sometimes you could say all the right things, but if you say it in the right tone, then the wrong tone, the right, the wrong tone, you've already (laughs) lost. You've got to take that any sharpness or sarcasm out of your tone and really approach your spouse with warmth. Um, You know, it says in the Bible, the book of Ephesians, be kind and compassionate to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven us. And uh, that's Ephesians 4.32. And that's a powerful verse when applied Mm -hmm. to marriage, that kind and compassionate, tenderhearted, forgiving, those are the attitudes we've got to approach each other with. But when we go in with our fists up, guns a-blazing, then we're creating a fight when there didn't have to be a fight. Right. It could have just been a conversation to say like, you know, I'm, I'm concerned or I'm feeling this way and what can I do to, to, to help us work through this together? And when you remind each other, I love you, I'm for you, I believe in you, I'm so thankful to be married to you, you're the best thing in my life, and I want to work through this together so that we can have the best marriage possible and so that I can help you be at your very best. What can I do to serve you in that way? Man, those kind of statements are so disarming. It's it's almost impossible to be offended by that. Right. And so we, we just need to be very careful not to give offense and not to take offense in yes. marriage, to choose to believe the best in each other. Even when your spouse is coming to you, and they might be a little prickly, they might be a little frustrated or angry, to choose to believe the best in them, saying, look, I know they're in a bad mood right now, but I know he or she loves me, they're for me, and and um, we're going to get through this, and their motives are pure, and they want the same thing I want, which is just for, for our marriage to thrive. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to what they have to say, even if they're saying it in not the nicest way, and choose to believe that this doesn't represent their whole heart of how they feel about right. the marriage. It's just as how they're feeling right in this moment, and we're going to believe the best in each other. One goal we've had as a family lately is to try to just eat healthier, and junk is sometimes more convenient, and we're eating unhealthy, not because we want to, but it's just because it's what's easy to grab. But then came along Thrive. That's right. Thrive Market is helping us in really simple, practical ways. And as a Thrive Market member, we save money on every single grocery order. On average, we save over 30% each time, which I mean, I don't know about you, but I love saving money. They even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of our favorite brands, which right now we are loving the Hum brand, Zero Sugar Kombucha. And so check those out. Go to Thrive Market, join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash naked for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash N-A-K-E-D, thrivemarket.com slash naked. I love 
learning. I know that sounds nerdy and dorky, but I just love learning. I love understanding history and how things fit together and what's happening in the world. But if you're like me, you're busy and it's hard to learn. It can be expensive to learn. Maybe you want to keep learning and growing. You're like, I don't know how to fit that into my schedule. I got the perfect solution for you. And it's Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is a world-class accredited university that's offering some of their core courses for free. I mean, absolutely free. They're just wanting to spread knowledge here. I'm telling you, it sounds too good to be true, but it really is true. They're making it possible for you to learn about world economics and things like ancient Christianity, which I highly recommend. It's an 11 lecture course where you study the inspiring stories of Christ and his apostles and the faithful ones throughout the first centuries of Christianity, plus learning the the basics of Christian apologetics. And guys, you can do this for free. I'm so excited about what Hillsdale does. I love their commitment to faith and values, and you can take part in this by going to hillsdale.edu slash naked to enroll at no cost. And it's easy to get started. It's H-I-L-L-S-D-A-L-E dot E-D-U slash N-A-K-E-D to register. That's hillsdale.edu slash naked naked. Absolutely. And I think, you know, let's say that your spouse does respond kind of in an unfavorable way and they're, maybe they start yelling at you or saying things that are hurtful. I do think you need to call them out though and say, listen, I know you don't mean this. I know you're going to look back on this and you're going to regret this. So let's pause and wait till we're both more calm. And I think that because that's how you don't start a war. You know, it it says, how do we resolve conflict conflict without starting a war? Is you all don't want to do or say anything you're going to regret. Yeah. So I remember one time, Dave and I, this is before we did marriage ministry many years ago, um, as as pastors, we were sent to a a conference and there was like a, a session on marriage because believe it or not, pastors have marriage issues too. And we all need to work through stuff because again, none of us ever arrive. And I remember we had probably been married, you know, maybe like seven years at that point. And I will never forget what this one pastor said who was teaching that session. And he said, and it's very simple and he put um, our movements with it. And I think I can even remember it, but he was like, be the first to stop the fighting. Do you remember this? Yeah. And I, I, do you remember the arm movements? Because those watching YouTube, it would be so cool. But I just remember it was something really cool. And um, and it was just, it really stuck with me. And, and those of you listening and watching, you're like, well, that is so simple. But what he was saying is you have the power to be water or gasoline. And he's like, choose every time to be gasoline. When there's a fire. I mean, not gasoline, I'm sorry. Choose every time to be water. Yeah. When this fire is going on, and that's be what Be gasoline feels in the like. bedroom. Stoke yeah. that fire. <laughs> But be water, right. be water and, and fire. Yeah. yeah, put that exactly. fire out. It fights. No, but when it comes to fighting, it really is like there's this little flame, and you can either you can either you know put water on that flame and say, "Listen, I love you. Let's let's wait till we're calm." And I'm not saying you just keep putting it off and don't address the problem because you're gonna have to address it. But you don't necessarily have to have that discussion right then and there when the person is about to lose their mind and do and say yeah. things they regret. Yeah. And I just remember Help him them saying, be at their best. "Exactly." He was like, "Be the first to stop the fighting. Take your pride out of it. Take whatever out of it. Just and say, God help me.' Okay. And and the timing may not be what you want. We just have to put on our our big girl, big guy pants here and just be adults and say, listen, you're really stressed right now. I can tell this is not the right time. And I love you. I don't want either one of us to say anything we're going to regret. So I'm going to give you some time. But we do have to come back to this. So, you know, take your time. And then later when they're calm, say, listen, when do you think would be a good time? I don't want to I don't want to keep on prolonging this conversation, but I just want us to have clear minds and clear hearts. Yeah. And so when you can come to a point where you can talk 
in a really honest, open and respectful way, that's when the breakthrough happens. But if it's constantly just this tit for tat argument, you never do this, you always do that. You're literally not getting anywhere. You're just throwing gasoline on it and you're hurting each other's hearts. Like that's where you see couples where they fought so much and they've done the war, so to speak, so much that they end up doing the white flag and it might look like divorce or it might look like just apathy where they live as roommates, but their hearts couldn't be farther apart. And that's not what you want. I know that like those of you listening, and that's not what God wants. He wants restoration. He wants healing. He wants resolution. And so what we have to do is we have to, I mean, you guys, a lot of times the root of this is pride. I mean, it really is our our own pride. It really is. Pride is, is the cause of every divorce. It, it manifests itself in different ways, but pride is that little voice that says, my way's right. I don't have to listen to you. I'm going to do what I want. I'm, and and we, we believe that little voice, and, and that is just so toxic. And what Jesus calls us to is to humbly be peacemakers. He said, blessed are the peacemakers. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean we have to be doormats. That doesn't no. mean we pretend that, that issues aren't there. We do have to have the courage to work through them. But when we're the first to stop the fighting— um, we have the ability to, to lead the way toward peace. And very often, and here's maybe the most practical thing we'll say in this whole episode, it takes connecting with someone outside your marriage to get that third-party perspective through counseling or through mediation. Yeah. You don't have oh, to figure absolutely. this out on your own. If, it's, if you two are stuck in this cycle and you keep going back to the same place and you both say, I want peace, but you don't know how to get there— You need to take that next step and talk to somebody, some impartial trained mediator who has no agenda but to help you, and they'll help you. And we've got an amazing team of trained marriage mediators right here at XO Marriage. They can talk to you by phone, by Skype, Zoom. You don't have to leave your home. You can meet with one of these amazing folks, and they can guide you through conversations to help you think new thoughts, help you break out of these these negative cycles, help you see the situation in a different way. And it could be the most important thing you do for your marriage. Uh, you can find out more about them at xomarriage.com slash help. If you don't get um, you know, the help from them, find a good Christian counselor in your area and sit down and have these important conversations. But for a lot of couples to really change the cycle, that's the step that has to oh, happen. Absolutely, yeah. Especially if, if you've tried everything and you're like listening to this episode and you're like, David Ashley, I've literally done everything you're saying. Yeah. Got to bring in professional yeah, help. And don't it wait in. till it's just the worst it's ever been. Do it when when there's been a week and you can't have a good conversation. Yeah. Like that, that's enough. I mean, that's enough to say, okay, I don't want this to be our life. Like I want us to work this out. We've got to, we've got to do something new. And actually, I think I know the motions. Those of you watching on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> She's Cheesy. excited. Christian camp motions to things. Okay. <laughs> Those of you who've been to Christian camp, you totally get it. Like there's a lot of choreography. I think I need to sing, Lord, I lift your name on high. Like, it's those kind of motions. Okay. All right. So it's be the first to stop the fighting. Do you remember this? Okay. I I do now. I so think those of you watching, be the first to stop the fighting. Okay. And, you know, I think the reason, even as adults, they gave us these motions is there's something that happens with the kinetic learning that drills it into your mind. I really think that's why I remember it. Because I do, like out of the entire, that entire conference, that entire weekend, that's what I remember. And it doesn't mean, you know, I know some listening are like, well, gosh, it's always me. Like, what if it's yeah, always yeah. me? And that's, and that might be this, this, this person, right? Right. It's always, always me. me. I, I stop. The only re- reason there's peace is because I just surrender and walk away and they keep being unhealthy. Right. And, and that's again, not what we're that's saying. That's not what we're saying at all. No. That's not what being a peacemaker is. That's being a doormat. And that's not what God has called us to. Right. But that's when it's, it's always going to take, even before it gets to that point. 
meet with that counselor. Right. Meet even with by the marriage yourself. mediator. Even if it is just you solo to get some new tools and some new ways to engage in conversations in a healthy way. You don't have to figure this all out on your own, guys. Nowhere in the Bible does it say, thou shalt figure it out. But over and over in the Bible, we're encouraged to go to God and to go to others who can help us. Yep. And uh, and that's that's what you need to do. And we've got some folks here who can help you in that journey. So again, yes. that site is exomarriage.com slash help. Keep working to be a peacemaker in your marriage. Uh, what a what a great way to end this summer quickie series with with this issue that I think every couple can relate to in some ways. So thank you guys so much for staying tuned with us all summer. Stay tuned again through the fall. We've got great things planned, including some live events we don't want you to miss. If you go to exomarriage.com and look for the events or the conferences section, you can see that we've got events coming up in Florida and in Texas in the coming months. You can also watch those online, but we would love for you to come and experience them in person. Uh, if not this fall, uh, starting in February, we've got a whole new round of, of events coming, but yep. come to these. They will make such a difference in your marriage. The most fun weekends of our whole year are the EXO Marriage Conferences. They are, and we often, not always, but we often get to do a meet and greet, and that's literally some of the best moments. Like we get to meet people like you guys who listen and hear your story. And so we love that at the events. It's so fun. We love it. We'd love to meet you. We're shorter than you're expecting. Always. People always say that. (laughs) And we can't wait. Can't wait to see you there. Thanks again for staying tuned and uh, keep working on your marriage. God always honors those efforts. We're praying for you and cheering you on every step of the way. We'll see you next time.